shift work can be brutal, but it doesn't have to be. Welcome to a healthy shift. My name is Roger Sutherland, certified nutritionist, veteran law enforcement officer, and 24 seven shift worker for almost four decades. Through this podcast, I aim to educate shift workers using evidence-based methods to not only survive the rigors of shift work, but thrive. My goal is to empower shift workers to improve their health and well-being so they have more energy to do the things they love. Enjoy today's show. And welcome to what is the second episode and another espresso episode of A Healthy Shift Podcast. Welcome, everybody. What I would like to do to start off with is just explain to you what the release format for the podcast is going to be, because things are a bit confusing at the moment. I've dropped two espresso episodes to start off with, but I've done that for a reason to really whet your appetite and get you going. So let's just explain exactly how it's going to run. All you need to know is every Monday and every Friday at 6am is going to be an episode of a Healthy Shift podcast. That's all you need to know. Now, on Monday and Friday and the following Monday will be an espresso episode. And my plan is to keep those to around 11 to 12 minutes, all right, so that it's not anything that's a drainer. It's just a snapshot of something that I've thought of in relation to nutrition, health or well-being around shift work that will help you enormously. And then every second Friday at 6am, I will be dropping an interview podcast, which will be somewhere between 50 minutes and about an hour and 10 minutes with an expert in their area. All right. So that's how the format's going to run. Now, today's episode is fatigue is a symptom, but let's look at these causes as a priority. Now, as a shift worker, it impacts on us greatly. And half the reason why we are so fatigued all the time is because we are out of sync with our circadian rhythm. But we tend to just go, oh, I'm a shift worker and I'm tired. But there are a lot of things that we can really drill in on and do because we self-sabotage and we can really do these things to help ourselves. So let's start off with my first one, which is to get your blood levels checked. When was the last time that you had your bloods checked? Bloods really do tell us so much. Now here in Australia, on Medicare, we can get our bloods done and it costs us nothing. All you got to do is go and see a doctor, which can cost you nothing, ask for a referral for a blood test and go and get your bloods done. Now, as a matter of course with the bloods, bloods will show a number of things. It will show low iron levels. I'll talk about that later. It will show deficiencies in vitamins such as B12 or vitamin D. I will talk about that later. But more importantly, it will show low thyroid hormone levels, you know, hypothyroidism, diabetes, celiac disease. It can show any inflammation in your system any problems with the function of your liver or your kidneys, and it will test for specific infections such as glandular fever. So go and get those bloods checked. It's super important. All right, that's the first one. Now, the second one is sleep. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's really difficult for us, but we do need to focus on our sleep. We need to get seven to nine hours of sleep every time we sleep. Yeah, good one, Rog. What about when I'm on night shift? You know what? you can actually get there too. But the biggest thing is we need to be getting seven to nine hours of unmedicated sleep. Why unmedicated? 
The reason why we need unmedicated sleep is if you're taking medications for sleep, you are actually knocked out. You are not sleeping properly. So your body is not going through its natural sleep cycles. I'm going to do a whole podcast in relation to this. So watch this space. But let's just suffice to say, if you are sleeping medicated, you are not sleeping. You are knocked out cold. And that's why you will be fatigued. Now, the next thing that we need to look at is don't just jump into bed at the end of a shift, looking at your phone in bed and then trying to go to sleep. You have to prepare your body for sleep. You have to let it know that it's time to go to sleep so that we, it understands that there is a routine and a wind-down routine for us to go to sleep. Don't get into bed and just expect it to go to sleep. Now, those that don't sleep properly, you don't have a sleep problem. You actually have a social priorities problem. Have a look at what it is that you're actually doing all around your sleep. I will be doing another whole podcast on sleep, and it's going to be really, really important um, to have a listen to that one as well down the track, all right? Have a look at things like the temperature of your room, a white noisemaker, a sleep mask, earbuds, pillow, your mattress. Have a stand at your doorway, look into your bedroom. Is that the sort of place that looks restful and a place that you want to go to sleep? Sleep. Now, let's move on to the next one, and the next one is hydration. Now, fatigue is a symptom of dehydration. If you are seriously fatigued, have a look at your hydration. And the scientific measure for properly hydrated is clear or straw-coloured urine and you are properly hydrated. That's right. It's not two litres or eight cups or whatever. It's not calculate your body weight by however many litres you need to drink or whatever. It is simply clear urine Straw-coloured urine is actually an indication of whether you are properly hydrated or not. Not drinking enough water leaves us feeling fatigued, severely fatigued, because our body literally can't function properly. Over-drinking, can you over-drink water? You absolutely can, and this is called hyponatremia. Now, what is hyponatremia? Hyponatremia is when the sodium in your blood is too low, and this happens by drinking a lot of water, and what it does is it literally flushes the sodium out of our blood. Too much water in. A symptom of this is nausea, headache, confusion, and fatigue. So it can go opposite. Now, these are symptoms. Nausea, headache, confusion, and um, fatigue are also a symptom of dehydration. So there's got to be a happy balance there. If you're drinking a lot of water... I highly recommend that you put electrolytes into your system, which are a mixture of sodium, potassium, and magnesium. And this comes in the form of something along the lines of a hydrolyte, or you can make up your own electrolyte drink. Really important. Okay, that's hydration. The next one is vitamin D. Vitamin D deficiency causes fatigue. In fact, vitamin D impacts in so many areas in our life. Really, really important. All right. It assists with the absorption of calcium, which gives us strong bones. We don't get sufficient vitamin D from food. We'd have to eat a ridiculous amount of eggs to satisfy our, our vitamin D and mushrooms, which are the main two foods that we can get uh, vitamin D from. And here's a fun fact for you. If you lay your mushrooms out in the sun with their gills up, it actually absorbs vitamin D and increases the vitamin D in your uh, mushrooms. Believe it or not, that is a fact, all right? So 
Vitamin D. Now, we have to remember with vitamin D that we can only really get it by synthesizing it on naked skin, right? Bare skin. If you wear sunblock or, or a sunscreen or something like that, we do not get vitamin D synthesizing through our skin. And even here in Australia, we have a vitamin D deficiency because we are slip-slop slapping, we're wearing our t-shirts, we're covering up, we're wearing a sunscreen. So we need 15 to 20 minutes of sun, direct sunlight, in the vitamin D window on our skin. So vitamin D is something that's important to get checked when you get the blood work checked. But I know that majority of doctors don't actually check for vitamin D now because it's just a a given that we are vitamin D deficient. So I highly recommend that you specifically request to get your vitamin D checked as a shift worker, because we don't see enough sun. That's vitamin D. Now, the next one is iron. Now, there's two types of iron. There's heme and non-heme iron. So what's the difference? Well, if you don't eat a lot of meats, poultry and seafood, hello vegetarians and vegans, or eggs, then you may be deficient in heme iron. Now, heme iron is absorbed much more efficiently than non-heme iron. And where do we get non-heme iron from? It's found in plants such as nuts. You can get it from dried fruit, uh, wholemeal, pasta, breads, uh, legumes, uh, dark leafy green veggies. You can get it from tofu, and you can also get it out of oats as well. So, it's really, really important that you have a balance of both of those. But the uh, heme, the iron that you get from your meats, poultry, and seafood is heme iron. This again is something that can be checked in a regular blood test, and you may need to supplement iron. Women, it's really important that you um, you uh, monitor your iron levels purely by the iron that is lost due to blood loss through menstruation as well. So keep that in mind that you will probably be iron deficient if you're not getting enough of that heme and non-heme iron into your system and you have a regular menstrual cycle. All right, so keep on top of that. The next one is vitamin B12. Vitamin B12 is really, really important because low vitamin B12 causes fatigue. Your body requires it to function properly. In fact, our body cells require vitamin B12 to function properly and having inadequate vitamin B12 levels, it decreases the red blood cell count uh, production, which impairs our um, oxygen delivery. Insufficient oxygen, it leaves us feeling weak and tired. Who would have thought? So B12 deficiency can also be the cause of headaches. So if you're suffering from a lot of headaches, have a look at your vitamin B12 levels. And the king of the whole lot, other than sleep, is a lack of regular movement. Our body thrives on movement. Our endocrine system, which are the glands that produce all our hormones, also thrives on movement. So by moving all the time, we get blood and fluid flow through our body, which is necessary for it to function properly. Lack of movement actually creates more fatigue. All right, so it's not that you're fatigued and can't be bothered moving. It's actually a vicious cycle that you need to break into. Now, I'm not telling you you've got to go to the gym and I'm not telling you you've got to go for a run, but find something that you enjoy and be consistent with it. And once you start, you just start to gain momentum and you'll really start to enjoy it. All right, now that's the main ones. So let's just recap those, all right? First of all, 
Get your bloods done by your physician to identify if there are any problems, all right? And look at what you're doing around sleep and your hydration, your vitamin D, your iron intake, vitamin B12, and are you doing any regular exercise, all right? So that wraps that one up. Now, I really want you to look out for the next episode. The next episode is my amazing interview with Angela Borges of The Healthy Diary. Angela is the coin of meal prep. Grab a pen, grab a paper before you hit play because you're going to need it. Thank you so much for listening. If you find this podcast beneficial, please rate and review it and make sure, please share it for others so that others can benefit from it as well. And if you're so inclined, tag me. It absolutely makes my day. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you get notified whenever a new episode is released. It would also be ever so helpful if you could leave a rating and review on the app you're currently listening on. If you want to know more about me or work with me, you can go to ahealthyshift.com. I'll catch you on the next one.